Welcome to the Daily Word from the Fountain, heard weekdays at 4 p.m. on Life Radio WIFI. Stay tuned for today's encouraging and inspirational message. I'm going to get what I deserve. The king hates me. Here it comes. Here's the sword. My head's coming off. Ziba says, the king wants you. I don't think any details were given. Just the king wants you. And he gets in the back of the wagon, drawn by the horse, 60 miles on the back of a wagon, feet hurting. All the way there, he's thinking, the king hates me. I'm the last survivor of my grandfather, Saul. Uh, He's going to take my head for sure. And then, entonces, And then, in verse 6, when Mephibosheth saw David, he came to David, he bowed down. And look what David called him. Did David call him a crippled kid? No. Ziba called him a crippled kid. David said, Mephibosheth. He said, I'm here. I told you before and I'll tell you again. The world will call you by your label. Jesus calls you by your name. Oh, I love the Lord. Oh, I love the Lord. And Mephibosheth says, I'm your servant. And the next verse says, David said, don't be afraid. In other words, I'm not taking off your head. If you're here today, don't be afraid. God doesn't want to judge you. He did not come into the world to condemn the world, but he came into the world to save the world. If God wanted to condemn you, he would have sent a condemner but he wanted to save you, so he sent a savior. He said, I I will show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. Watch. Oh, I could do a backflip right now. Wait, I'm not done. See, you wanted to do a backflip up there too, didn't you? (laughs) Sister projector, sister. He says, I will restore to you, Mephibosheth, all the land of Saul, your grandfather. And you will... <laughs> and you will eat at my table. Amen. <laughs> Mephibosheth has got to think, what? Hallelujah is right. Next verse. No, I think we're going to leave it right there. Crippled by the fall. Sought out by the king. Found in a desert place. Finally, seated at the king's table. Instead of being put to death, the king rolls out the red carpet for a crippled boy. What a picture of Jesus, everybody. We all deserve death. We've all sinned, lied, lusted, stole, proud, arrogance. Everything in us deserves death, but Jesus took death for us. And he invites us to the table. He rolls out the red carpet. Guess who's coming to dinner? verse 8, look what Mephibosheth says. He's like, I don't deserve this. He says, what is your servant that you should notice a dead dog like me? Just lean in. Uh, 
I got a little excited here, and I, I, a little longer than I was in the first service, but I'm lit. Johnny always says, why he keeps saying that? I know, I am. I'm lit for Jesus, everybody. Because I was that crippled kid. Wait, 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 wait. I'm still that crippled kid. Because don't think you don't still have issues. T.D. Jake says, it's not that you don't have issues anymore. It's just that your issues don't have you. Come on, somebody. Give him a shout of praise. He says, I'm just a dead dog. I know some of you think that's who you still are. I'm still this. I'm still that. I don't belong. But you are not what you think you are. And neither are you what people say you are. You are who God says you are. You're a child of the king. He didn't think he belonged. And by rights, he didn't belong. To sit at the king's table, I already told you, you had to be like the perfect specimen of a man or woman. Rich, position, power, athletic, good-looking, have hair. They wouldn't have brought a scrawny, hairless person like me. Bald guy. But the king wanted him. Boy, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be great if the church wanted the kind of people Jesus wants at his table? I said, wouldn't it be great if the church folk wanted the same people that Jesus wants at his table? Somebody say amen out loud. He wants the broken, the wounded, the hurting, the suicidal, the addicted, the homeless, the immigrant, legal or illegal. He wants everybody and he wants especially those who the world doesn't want I still get a little bit of see I told you I sometimes I'm still not the perfect specimen sometimes I get a little angry myself I still don't know who said it but 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 somebody told somebody and somebody told me don't ever talk smack about the preacher because some good Christian will come to me and tell me what you said And somebody told somebody, and somebody told me about Pastor Russ, why does he want to go to Trenton? Let me tell you something about Trenton and why we want to go. Don't you dare think for a minute we're going there so we'll build up the treasury. Because we may have to give more than we ever receive. But there's people in Trenton who are wounded and hurting and addicted and homeless and illegal and in gangs. And they need to know the Savior. It's easier to go to some rich, white suburb, plant a church, and then increase your ties. Jesus said, I come to find the crippled people of the world, the addicted people of the world, the homeless, the hopeless, and invite them to my table. Oh, remember the Samaritan woman? It's, the disciple says, why do you want to go through Samaria? They didn't like the Samaritans. In today's vernacular, they would have called them half-breeds. Samaritans were Jews that intermingled with pagan nations. And the Jews saw them as dogs. And Jesus said, I got to go through Samaria. And he met a woman at the well. I said, he met a woman at the well that had been married five times. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine five times? 
Luann said, if she ever loses me, she ain't never getting another one. <laughs> She'd been married five times, and the man she was shacked up with was not her husband. That's six. And then the seventh man came along. You didn't hear what I said. I said, then the seventh man came. I said, the seventh man came. And the seventh man was, gee, somebody give him a praise. The seventh man was better than all six put together. They left her used and raped and abused. And Jesus said, come to me and I'll give you water so that your soul never thirsts again. The disciples said, stay out of that city. They're all dogs. They're all half-breeds. Jesus said, sit down. I got to go to where the nobodies are. I got to go to where the hopeless are. I got to go to where the empty are. And tell them I've got hope for their life. Oh, people, I'll tell you, I'd rather attend church with messed up people who love God than a bunch of religious people who don't like messed up people. I said I'd rather go to church with a bunch of messed up people who love God than a bunch of religious people that don't like messed up people. I'll tell you who the devil's masterpiece is. The devil's masterpiece is not the prostitute, it's the Pharisee who think they're better. I gotta get out of here. Seated at the king's table, I can hear Mephibosheth. I can hear David. Mephibosheth, Mephibosheth, get up off of the floor, boy. Today is the tomorrow you've been hoping for. Get off the floor. Today is the tomorrow you've been hoping for. And if you feel crippled today or in a wasteland, get up off the floor. Today is the tomorrow you've been hoping for. Let me wrap it up. The king's acceptance of young Mephibosheth defeated every giant in his life. Instead of wrath, the king gave him grace. Instead of rejection, he received acceptance. I don't know where the band is, but come help me out. I'm about ready to close and they're lost. But Jesus came to find lost people. So Jesus, go find the lost band, probably in Lodabar somewhere, eating a bagel in the back, forgot all about the preacher, probably on their third donut. Mephibosheth, instead of getting poverty, he received prosperity. Instead of fear, he got friendship with the king. And instead of losing his life, the king gave him his life back. Let me finish with this scripture here. Verse 9. The king called Ziba, Saul's servant. Here's what he said. All that belonged to Saul and to his house, I have given to your master's grandson. Somebody say amen out loud to that. Go back, because you, you can't, can't go too fast. He said, everything that belonged to Saul, I'm giving it to Mephibosheth. Everything you've lost, he'll give it back. Next verse. And you and your sons and your servants 
Watch this. You're going to till the land for him. You're going to bring the produce so that Mephibosheth, your master's grandson, will have bread to eat. But Mephibosheth, your master's grandson, Saul's grandson, he will always eat at my table. Ziba had 15 sons and 20 servants. They all would serve Mephibosheth. Keep going while we wrap it up. Then Ziba said to the king, according to all that my lord the king commands his servant, so will your servant do. So Mephibosheth ate at David's table like one of the king's sons. <laughs> and Mephibosheth had a young son whose name was Micah, and all who lived in Ziba's house became Mephibosheth's servants. <laughs> and God will blow your mind. I said he'll blow your mind. Look at that brother standing with both hands raised. Everybody in the room ought to stand up and raise both hands right now and give God praise. I was a crippled boy. I was lost in a wasteland. The king sent the Holy Spirit and he found me and he raised me up and he seated me at the table. Watch the last verse. Mephibosheth lived in Jerusalem for he ate always, say always, at the king's table. And now he was lame in both of his feet. You know what I felt like the Lord telling me right there? He was still lame. And he never lost his position at the table. I, uh, you know what? It's because of the sacrifice of Jesus and the grace of God that I'm at the king's table today. I'm not at the king's table because I'm an ordained minister. I'm not at the king's table because I'm a pastor or a reverend. I'm not at the king's table because I don't have issues, because I do. Ask Luann. Don't ask her. Watch, don't miss this. Mephibosheth was still crippled. Me too. You too but we've been accepted by Jesus. Sometimes my thoughts aren't as pure as they should be. Sometimes my motives aren't always as pure as they should be. Sometimes my words are not always as kind as they should be. I'm a crippled boy. And by God's grace, I have a place at the table. So are you. But if you've accepted his invitation, you got a place at the king's table. And today, if you're here, I want you to know, when Jesus died on the cross, God's best ran into man's worst. You cannot shock God with your story. He has seen every second of your life and he still loves you. He has a place at his table for you, and the mat has your name on it. The invitation comes out of love, and if you'll just say yes, I will come, God will meet your greatest need. And right now, I'm not going to wait another minute, I'm going to have to sing in a moment, but I know God's speaking to some people in the room today, and we've run out of time, it's 1233. That's okay, Reuben was at a movie the other day, it was three hours. 
three hours. He loved every minute of it. I wonder how many people in the room today say, Pastor Russ, I feel crippled. Whether emotionally, spiritually, morally, I just feel crippled. I'm telling you, Jesus is looking for you. You may say, I feel like I'm in a wasteland. I feel like I'm in nowheresville. But today, after hearing the gospel, I want to accept this invitation because I'm telling you, he's inviting you to his table. Issues and all, he's inviting, crippledness and all, he's bringing you to his table. And I wonder how many in a room would just be bare bones honest and say, Pastor Russ, I don't want to keep living the same way I've been living. I'm ready to accept the king's invitation. I'm ready to receive his love. I'm ready to come to the table. I want to be forgiven. I want to be saved. I want to be healed. I want to be restored. I want to live again. If you're here today, you know what? Just raise your hand where you're right now. Come on. This message has touched your life. God put it in my heart to bring it to you today. How many? Raise your hand up. I see. I see. I see. I see. I see. I see. A bunch of crippled people that need Jesus today. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Okay. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I know we're over time. I want you to, if you raise your hand, I want you to step right out of your seat and come stand right here. Say, I'm tired of living in Lodabar, tired of the wasteland, tired of the emptiness and tired of the hopeless. I'm ready to accept the king's invitation. And like Mephibosheth came, I want you to come. Just, I'm coming to the table. I don't deserve it, but I'm coming to the table. I don't belong, but I'm coming to the table. I don't fit but I'm coming to the table. I want you to come, 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 and you can give God praise right now. We hope you enjoyed the daily word from the fountain. The Fountain of Life is located at 2035 Columbus Road in Burlington, New Jersey. Pastor Russ would love to meet you this Sunday at either of our 9 or 11 a.m. services. For directions or more information, please feel free to contact us by calling 609-499-2131 or visit our website at flcnj.org. On behalf of Pastor Russ, thanks for listening to today's message on Life Radio WIFI, your inspiration station.